Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, we know that um, a number of companies are trying out a four-day working week on a pilot basis, and a couple of places in Ireland are doing the same. And we spoke to a solicitor here on the show a couple of months back who was saying that they had brought in a four-day week in their office, and it was working out great for both employers and employees. But Professor of Economics at UCC, Wim Node, doesn't believe that it's as good as it sounds. Good morning, Professor. Good morning, Fiona. Professor, you say that the four-day week could actually lead to a decrease in productivity and even a potential increase in prescriptions for antidepressants. Why so? Well, if we if we think about the the the, the reasons for the four-day uh, work week, it's often said that it will increase our happiness, it will increase our productivity, and it will also alleviate unemployment. But I think the empirical evidence is very scanty on that. I mean, there are often uh, lots of anecdotal evidence that individual firms uh, report uh, positive uh, impacts. Mm. Um, and, that, and that's perfectly fine. But if we're going to extend a four-day work week across the economy to everybody, I think there's, there's significant risk because we, we don't have all the empirical evidence. And it certainly don't show uh, yet um, all these benefits that um, are being touted from a four-day work week. You've said that we have a seven-day consumption cycle, so people always have to work. Um, there's, you know, and your your point, I think, was that if people are working on a four-day week, family and friends are not necessarily going to have the same time off. Yes, exactly. I mean, this was something between between 1929 uh, and 1940. They tried this experiment in the Soviet Union, uh, which was a dismal failure because people realized that the day that they had off, they couldn't spend it with friends and family. And, and that was not a good thing. And why? So could we not work at that? Um, well, I don't know. Spending time on my own sounds actually great, to be honest with you. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, like we could have a little break from people. But um, do you know, do you not think now that like I know that that research was carried out um, years ago, but like has the world not changed now? And can we not make things work a little bit better now? Um, we certainly can, and I'm not against these experiments. I think just we need to do it properly. So, for instance, one one thing that we do found as a very rigorous result regarding happiness is the so-called hedonic treadmill. 
This means that you have a kind of like happiness set point. And if you win the lottery, for instance, it's a, it's a famously studied example in, in economics. Uh, you are very happy for a couple of, of weeks or months, but then after you revert back to your old uh, stage of happiness. So if we have only a six months or a nine months evaluation of these programs, then yes, everybody would report, wow, we are very happy mm. um, for working less. But after a time, you will reduce uh, your happiness level. So we need to extend these experiments over a sufficient amount of time so that we can take account of this hedonic treadmill effect. So I think a lot of these countries that are uh, that have incorporated this pilot scheme are carrying it out for six months, but you don't believe that that's long enough to get a good kind of a, 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 an idea of how it will actually work out for people in long term. Yeah, no, certainly six months is not enough. I mean, you have the hedonic treadmill effect, but you also have what is called compressed working hours. So if you if you if your company expects you to do 100% of your work in only 80% of the time, they're going to compress your time. And it's been found that you will have less lunch breaks, there will be a lot more pressure on. And paradoxically, or actually more seriously, in the case of countries like Ireland and other European countries with an older population, is that it actually discriminates against the older population. You cannot uh, we find it much more hazardous it is an onerous to work on a very tight time compressed hard schedule for four days to do 100% of the work in four days so um, we know that you know we've got an aging population in Ireland and if they're now going to to be in a very tight spot of time compression in four days a week if you extend that to more than six months then you will certainly find the adverse effects on health the adverse effects on happiness um, you know so again I think six months is too soon both all the hedonic treadmill effects and the work compression effects to make any sensible conclusions. I suppose there's always, you know, the way now we all have remote access to our work as well. And I suppose if we say, right, I'm going to do a four day week, there's the always, there's always the chance as well that if we do find a couple of hours to ourselves at home, we might be tempted to log on to our emails or log on to social media or whatever it might be. And, you know, we're actually working when we're not even supposed to be working. So we're actually going to end up doing more, more work than the four day week. Yes, if we if we if we recovered from the intense four day week on the first day, then we will probably start um, working after some period of time because you know humans are engaging in in keeping up with the Joneses in conspicuous consumption. We don't consume just to uh, you know uh, meet our basic needs. We we mm. consume because we are sending out signals. And if, if somebody else starts using the first day to gather extra income and increase their consumption, uh, we're going to do that as well in this in this uh, keeping up with the Joneses rat race. So we'll end up like in, in, in other countries where people have moonlighting, where they work two or three jobs. Um, and, uh, you know, if you know, the, where does this uh, reduction in shortening work week comes from? It comes from the Great uh, Depression in the 1930s. It's a measure to reduce the supply of labor when you have when you have unemployment. Now, mm. the problem is it's, it's entirely inappropriate because we don't have high unemployment in Ireland. In fact, unemployment is at an historic low. We have severe labor market shortages. Yeah. And if in a, in a time period when you face labor market shortages, you are reducing the supply of labor even further, what you will do is you'll just exacerbate those shortages. You'll probably increase prices. We already have inflation. So, you know, add a little bit of points on inflation as well. And you'll have a deterioration in services. Um, just imagine you have your extra time free and you want to go on holiday and you go to Dublin and you stand in a queue. Mm. Well, that's already happening. Do you want to worsen that? I mean, how much happiness will we be adding uh, to people's lives with further compression of, of labour market uh, conditions? So do you think finally, Professor Wim noted that, you know, the 39-hour the week, which was, I suppose, the general way that we work here um, for five days is probably the best the best option that we have? For our general I, I, I think, 
Well, um, well, not necessarily the time. It's, it's the content that goes into that week. You know, mm. Irish workers are already the most on, on, of the most productive in the world. But, you know, only 30% of GDP goes to the workers, to the labor. 70% goes to the owners of capital, which are in most cases not even living in, in Ireland. I think Irish workers, given their high productivity levels, need better remuneration, higher wages, more public holidays, more discretionary holidays. I think Irish public holidays are amongst the, the, the lowest in, uh, in, in Europe. Mm. I think 20 legislative days compared to 43 in Germany or something like that. So there's a whole scope in Ireland to reward workers better, give them more full-time positions, better quality of jobs. Um, also to use this productivity gain to employ much more uh, women in the in the labor market. So I think we can get much more and also for instance more flexible retirement uh, Mm. would be needed. Um, all of these things come with much less risk and are much more easy to do. And over, and, and I think it's high time that we give more attention to these labor market reforms in Ireland um, rather than perhaps going into something that's risky and that's probably not um, empirically um, and in terms of evidence shown to be um, as beneficial as people sometimes doubt it to be. Brilliant. Professor Wim Nodde, Professor of Economics at UCC, thank you very much for... Courts 96 FM. 